This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'm anyway. going on Love Island next year, is. You're going on you Love are. Island. <laughs> Did you say? Jesus Christ, I'll be watching that if you go on Love Island, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. What are our thoughts on Courtney, the Courtney Hall situation? This, this is completely our fault. You do realise that, don't you? I'm beginning and to think it do might Do not scratch be. your eyes. Yeah. This is completely our fault. We interviewed him and he hasn't played. We interviewed the, our £5 million goalkeeper and he's, he couldn't save a fart. It's just, there's a curse and it's, it's on this it's podcast. Us. It's do us. not let us interview any new players. Let us interview the shit ones that you want out the door. Yeah. We'll get it ah. for you, Watford. I think we should move to part two, where we look at the incomings, and I think we should decide exactly that. We, the panel, should decide whether any of these players, basically, if we think they're a bit dodgy, if we get three strikes, we're going to interview them and put the curse, put the put the, put the oh. curse of do not scratch your eyes on it. Are we this, all in favour of this? This is a yeah. good plan. This is a that. good plan. Yeah. I like this plan. I've said on space. Courtney House typifies everything that's wrong with football. He's happy to take a big, big salary and not play the game. Now, if any of us did that in our in our in our way in our working life, we'd get sacked because we'd be sacked because we're not going to work. I think he's an absolute disgrace. We've told him he's fit. Allegedly, Villa have told him he's fit. It's him that's saying he's not fit. He's a disgrace. He should get on the pitch and play football. He's on £50,000 a week. 99% of us would swap places with that, with, that, with that guy overnight. And he feels hard done by to put out stupid Instagram messages that he's a prisoner. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Greg. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind being a prisoner earning 50 grand a week and doing half of nothing. 
there we go. I wouldn't mind being a prisoner earning 50 grand a week. Well, if, if there are any, uh, you know, kind of well-off dominatrixes who like the look of uh, Wendell Ball, who apply. I think it's important to say as well, at least Greg's not angry about it. He's no. rather chilled out no, about he's, that. Yeah. No, he's very reserved. Oh, I, I, yeah, I am a bit angry about that one because I really? think really handicapped. I have noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to part two then. Let's get to look at the through January. Peter's getting excited, I can tell. So we're going to have a review of the players who have been incoming on the transfer window. We're going to have a look at uh, each one in turn, have a little bit about them, have a little discussion, and we're going to decide if anybody wants to say, nah, not really sure. So the first one, oh, so yeah, you're going to go, yeah, yes or no. Oh, I like love it. This, this is brilliant. There's, so the first player, uh, Ishmael Kone, uh, midfield, We've seen a few games from him. Um, Canadian, six foot two. I didn't think he looked six foot two, but there you go. But he's only 20 years old. He only started playing professional football in Canada for um, CF Montreal, who are part of the MLS. So before he came to us, all of the figures, when we look at the pro appearances, are how many appearances had they had before they actually came to Watford in the first place? What are our thoughts about Ishmael Kone? Um, before and now that he's here. He's had a few appearances. First game was uh, away at Reading in the Cup. What are we thinking about him then, Greg? I'm thinking a good prospect. The boy has only made, as you rightly say, 26 appearances. He's young. He's got lots of development in him. To criticise him at this early point is totally unfair. The boy's been chucked in because we are just so depleted in midfield. On an, in another season, he may come in this January window and make the odd appearance. But he's had to come in and be a full-time player. It's a yes for me. Lots of lots of promise in the lads. Lots of development in him. It's a yes. So, you know, I, I think uh, I think he will only improve. Excellent, excellent. Ian, any uh, any concerns with regards to our Canadian import in midfield? No, not at all. I, I agree with Greg. I think he's going to be um, a great player and has, has got really good good potential. So um, no, I, I think he's a I think he's a great signing. Justin, any concerns about Kone? Are we going to see any strikes against him? Because three, and we're interviewing him, and then he's out of here. <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's a yes for me. I think from what I've seen so far, uh, I think he's he's a good player. As you say, he's only twenty. As Greg says, a good prospect. But I think he's looking as though he's made the step up to the championship. So Kone is a yes from me. Carlos, Kone. Uh, yes, he is a yes from me. Um, I don't like the word prospect during this transfer window because prospects are not what we need. But I do agree, he has got a lot of potential. So. Uh, he is he is a yes, as I say. No X's against him. I'm absolutely in favour of uh, of Kone. Yes, I think he's had a couple of games where he's where he's absolutely dipped. I thought Middlesbrough, he was so far off the pace. You know what? He didn't half have some company at being off the pace. He was chasing shadows and he was quite rightly hooked, in fairness, against Middlesbrough. Give the lad a bit of time to get a customised. I think he's got actually quite a good passing range. And when he first came into the into the team, you could quite often see you know, you know that thing that we do where we get the ball in a 
tight area and then we get the opportunity to release it and, and switch the play and a Watford player goes, oh no, we don't do that. We just play it back into the numbers where it's all tight and we're going to inevitably <laughs> lose it. He was the one shifting it. And, it, and of course, two weeks in, he's going, oh, that's what we do, don't we? We, we, we go back down that blind alley once more. <laughs> I think that's where he's falling down. He needs to keep that, uh, keep that, keep that review going. So we like Kone. We're going to stay well clear of him. No interviewing Kone. Bad Carl, if you go after him. We're not having that at all. So let's have a look. Who is next? The next up oh, is Pat Butcher. Yes. Matthias Martins. Now, there are people who have suggested that the talented Brazilian winger does, in fact, look like Pam St. Clement, who formerly played the character um, <laughs> Pat Butcher in EastEnders. He's a winger. He's from Brazil. He's five foot ten, but obviously with his hair, he's about six foot three sometimes. But he's only 19. In fairness to him, he's incredibly young. He is he is literally the age that, uh, that, that Pedro was when he came across. He's had 51 professional appearances at Fluminense, which, as we know, is now a, a well-trodden path from our point of view in terms of uh, in terms of bringing over players because we've had Richarlison, we've had, as I say, Yao Pedro, and now Martins. What have we thought of what have we thought of him so far? Bearing in mind that obviously, should we interview him, we're only losing him for six months. We could almost do that and and not actually cause irreparable damage as we did with oh, I don't know Maduka Akoya. <laughs> what do we think? What do we think, Ian? I haven't seen enough of him, although he was obviously part of the um, goal that Adiemo scored um, uh, against against Blackpool when his shot was was saved. So um, I think he has got um, attacking intent in him. Whether whether he's the sort of player that's going to track back or not, I, I I don't know. But I'll go for a, go for a cautious yes. I, I think Ooh, a cautious yes. I like this. I like the caution bit. This is good. This is good. If we've if we've got worries, I think it's worth an X or two on occasions. Here he says, trying to insert some jeopardy. Um, <laughs> Justin, Justin, Hello. what do you think? What do you think of, uh, of, of of Pat Butcher, formerly barmaid at the Queen Victoria? I I think she was a great actress. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, yeah, she was fantastic, wasn't she? I haven't seen enough of Martin. Hey, no, 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 she's still with us, of course. Yeah, I haven't she's seen in Radlett, Greg. She's in Radlett, she's in... right. Oh, she... Yes, thank you, thank you for the history lesson on the EastEnders. <laughs> I, I love the way that Greg says that, like, like he's trying to remember who played alongside Dave Bamber in 1988. <laughs> I think it was Bamson <laughs> I, I didn't see the Middlesbrough game because I was doing something else, so I've only seen him for one and a half games. From what I've seen, he looks okay. I think I think he's yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a cautious yes as well. Actually, on Martins, I think he's a yes for me. Wendover, what's your first? What are your first instincts uh, on uh, on on the on the uh, on the highlighted one? I think he's uh, another Gino shop window exercise. It nearly took the whole of the window to establish whether he was a Watford signing or he was a Udinese signing as they were shuffling things behind the scenes, and that seemed to take the whole of the window. Yeah, it's a shop window exercise. Did we actually want him or need him? I think we needed more experience, but he's coming to increase his value and one day sell him. Yes. Yes, he's a yes. There we go. Any concerns at all, Carlos? Yeah, I've got to be honest. I, I think Greg's just hit the hit it on the head there. He's a load of potential. Again, not what we need. I think he is a money you know, operative in the terms of that we're, we're going to try and make some money out of him. But are we going to make any money out of him? Because he feels like a player that's going to go to Udinese and make them a load of money. So I, I find it just a bit of a, a shop window 
process this, him, him coming to us. Having said that, he does get your bum off the seat. He does make attacking runs. He did look a half-decent player against Blackpool. And, you know, that's no disrespect to them. They're a decent side. So it is a very cautious... Yes. Oh, all very cautious yes he's here so far. I think he's useful. I think it's great that we've got an option. But I think a lot of these players we brought in because they're fit. You know, we actually have a player that, that, that has got two legs and can run for a little bit. If we had a full team, would I see him getting ahead of, of, of Semmer? In terms of if you look at Semmer's assist record, I'd say absolutely no. Is he useful in the squad? Absolutely he is, because he can potentially be a game changer, as when he came on against Blackpool, because he didn't just have a contribution to the Adeyemo goal, he also won the penalty, which was also a great ball from Kone, by the way, we were talking about his passing range, which was good. A fine bill of health, not words that have ever been used at Watford in the last month and a half. Let's have a look, who are we looking at next? Ah, look at this fine, fine chiselled individual, and the, the first player to have been bought in through the connection of Ben Manga and more importantly, Helena Costa, who's now our head of scouting, former former youth coach at Benfica, which is where Yao Ferreira has come from. Right back or maybe right wing back, we'll see. Portuguese, six foot one, which which helps, although I think he, he's one of those who looks a bit taller than that. I think he might be six foot two-ish. 21 years old, 61 pro appearances, although a whole host of those have been for Benfica B and outside of Benfica itself. So, you know, there we go. But he's made a couple of uh, he's made a couple of appearances. It's uh, maybe maybe interviewing him wouldn't be so bad because he's already been hit by the Nigerian hamstring curse. Carl, what are your first thoughts about the now injured Yao Ferreira? This is a simple one for me. He's a big fact. Yes, I really really like the look of him um, and, and a player that makes us look stronger at the back and going forward. Um, and and you, you mentioned it before where, where he was linking up with uh, Pat Butcher. So I think. That's probably one of our best bits of business, uh, the two Portuguese lads. That, uh, but we'll come on to the other one later. Yeah, no, really, uh, really happy with this one, and it's a big yes from me. Oh, a sign of sign of great approval there from Carlos, Mister Mister Ian Bacon of Bedfordshire Hornets. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the uh, on on the rather strapping, uh, good-looking chap from uh, from Portugal? I, I think he's he's an excellent signing. Uh, agree with Carl. It's it's good to see that we've actually got. Um, um, and I don't know if at the end of this you ask us for our scores out of ten from the transfer window, but I I think he's a quality player that that we that we need. And albeit we haven't seen seen much of him, but we've spoken about his um, attacking threat and the and the goal that he that he scored. Um, nice to have a right back or a wing back that's taller than five foot four. So um, so yeah, I, I I think he's a great addition to the squad. And and he, and when fit, he's he should be nailed on to be in the starting eleven every week, Mister Wendover Hornser. What are your thoughts? I came to you. I came to you yeah. after he'd only had forty-five minutes, and you did quite rightly say, yeah, "That's yeah, too. Yeah. That's too yeah. early to judge." I, I like him. I think he's going to be better in a three as a wing back than in a, in a flat back four. Although I think he can operate the. I didn't initially think he could operate the flat back four. I think he probably can. But I think he'd probably prefer to to bob on in a three. I agree with Ian. I like the the fact that he's got some height about him. So important to a full a fullback to have a bit of height. Uh, helps helps you with the crosses with the balls coming in. Um, a massive big fat yes from me. A massive big fat yes. I think Very we good. will eventually sell him one day and make a profit. I think he is he is a good good player. Justin Portuguese right backs. Do you approve? 
Are they better than their Spanish equivalents? Yeah, I was going to say. Well, the Spanish equivalent's sort of playing in midfield, isn't he? So, oh yes, that's that's a slightly yeah. different yeah, thing. He's, 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 he's moved on. <laughs> I imagine when we've got a fit midfield, we probably won't see very much of Mario Gaspar anymore. I, I like him. I like Ferreira. I think he's a, he's he's a he's a good player. What I've seen so far, he looks pretty good. So again, it's going to be a yes from me. No, I I I'm in full agreement with everybody here. Yes, he's got to learn the kind of uh, attacking threat that you get in the championship, which is going to be play the ball wide and try and run him and try and go on the outside rather than always playing inverted wingers. Um, and he looks a little bit kind of suspect when he sees a ball coming from the right-hand side, you know, being kind of played played by a right-wing cross because he's not probably had to, to you know, deal with that because in Portugal they all play 4-2-3-1 and they all invert or cut in through the inside and, and, and play lovely lovely little technical technical kind of tippy-tappy football. So he's got somewhere to learn. He's got something to, uh, to, to, to kind of adjust to. But, yeah, I think, uh, I think he looks pretty good. But also, of course, we have... His fellow countryman. Who wants to have the first go at butchering that name? Enrique Arouche, I believe, is the uh, is is what I heard him say. It could just have been me sneezing. Who knows? Talented forward, Portuguese, six foot tall. Um, so he's he's not uh, he's not bad in the air. He will compete for it, but it's not going to be his strength. Uh, Twenty one years old. Only six. Uh, sorry, only ten of those appearances, those seventy appearances he's had, have been for the first team at Benfica. So 60 games have been played at the uh, at, at the Benfica B level. We'll see. We only saw a brief bit about him, but uh, pretty good reports about him before we signed him, weren't there, Greg? Yeah, there were. Only came 45 minutes, but his movement looked nice. It, you know, he did look... look, look the, his movement, and he, he does he does, does look a footballer. The proof of the pudding will be in the eating. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I, think, I think he's a footballer. However... Let's be no, you know, let's not kid ourselves. We've only got him for half a season and Watford are making a big deal about us getting him. Uh, He's here to go in the shop window. Benfica seem to be top heavy of strikers and I think he's in the top, in the shop window to potentially sell to, to the Premier League. But you know, you know, let's let's make it uh, take advantage of it. Yeah, I I, th- I think he's going to be quality. Ian, um, I haven't seen seen his um, uh, cameo appearance at, at Middlesbrough, um, but I'm going to say yes. But I think there's a huge amount of pressure on on his young shoulders in terms of us getting goals, and that goes for all of the all of the strikers. But you know, we only scored four league goals in um, in January, and that's pretty pathetic really so he's he's got to come up with the goods sort of pretty pretty quickly and and start and start firing but i'm going to say going to say yes but i think there's there's quite a bit of pressure on him to to uh, to deliver justin you didn't get to see the uh, the middlesbrough game but uh, any concerns in the build up or are you quite excited to see what this uh, what this young lad can do yeah i think i am excited to see what he can do yeah, I don't know, Peter. I really don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure how to call this one. I think if he gets a good run of games, then there's a potential for him to do well. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say yes, but that is based on all of the hype that I think it was. Wasn't Bilic going absolutely mental about him when he heard he was coming? He was going, "Oh my god, I can't believe we've signed this player." Was it him we were talking? He was talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. So. Billich. Yeah. If, if, Bilic is very enthusiastic about both him and Davis playing together, and that's something you can see because was... one's got really good movement, and right. the other one can actually be a big lump and can drop deep and win headers and flicks and play ons if he starts to release the ball a bit earlier. But, yeah, sorry, go on. We haven't played two up front for a long time, have we? The second half on on 
Saturday against Middlesbrough, he played both uh, uh, right, yeah. both Adeyemo and uh, and the ladder Roche up, okay. up front trying to do it, which was which was kind of enthusiastic. It was kind of it was a sort of a four four two esque kind of uh, uh, rather than a four two three one for the first time in a, in a while. But uh, so we shall see. We I'll shall say see. yes. I'll say yes because I think there's a lot of hype behind it all. But sometimes that's never a good thing. But yeah, I'll say yes for now because I know who's coming up towards the end of this. I can feel a uh-huh. no. I can feel a no coming on towards the end. But let's <laughs> let's move on. Oh yeah, I've got I've got a no. I've got a no soon. I reckon as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> so Carlos, are you, uh, are you are you are you are we just basically having a clean sweep from uh, from the young do you want, lad do you want Henry. me just to say no so that you can use your graphic well no because it's already three it's already, it's already no. three two anyway so it wouldn't make any difference no oh, okay all right so, <laughs> no so... i'm not gonna sulk <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean very very much on the on the base of what the guys have just said i i think ian's just just pretty much took the words out of my mouth there's going to be so much pressure on him to get goals and the championship takes the best of them a while to get used to. So I, I, my only fear for him is that he doesn't hit the ground running. So the, the sooner he hits hits the onion bag, the better. So I'm going to say yes, based on he's very highly thought of at Benfica and and the hype surrounding him. But as Ian says, he, he's got to, he's got to hit the ground running. Very good, very good. But now we're really starting to get into the players that we really haven't seen. But we want to know if you've got any worries, any concerns. Ryan Porteous, uh, what do we think uh, of, of Ryan Porteous? Long been uh, long been linked. It seemed to have taken an age to to, to bring him in. Uh, Centre back played at Hibernian, six foot two. Seems to be quite a dominant player. 23, 23 years old. Hundred and twenty pro appearances because thirty of his hundred and fifty appearances were at Edinburgh City, who were kind of playing in the kind of lowlands leagues at the time so 120 pro appearances but you could say a little bit more you know 150 games at at, at a good level i would certainly suggest that the uh the lowlands teams are are that is is quite a lot of experience for you know what is a a a 21 year old a 23 year old so you know somebody we're bringing in there who seems to be uh we've seen a number of players who've got very few pro appearances he seems to have quite a lot what are your thoughts on him wendover horn did you say Nolan's league? I didn't know that the Nolan's Lowlands. Lowlands. There are the Highlands and the Lowlands. Oh, Lowlands. I thought you said Nolan's, yeah. and I was thinking of the lovely Nolan's. Um, <laughs> of course you were, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and if if you would like to uh, send in uh, via social media which one of the Nolans we should be ordering for takeaway for Wendover Horn, <laughs> then do let us know. I've only seen what I've seen on YouTube, yep. and I've only seen what I've read about what Hibs fans think of him. And based on solely that, it's a yes. I get the impression he's a leader. I get the imp- impression that he'll get in the ref's face. I get the impression that he might get the odd red card, which actually I don't mind because we haven't got that type of player in the, in the squad. So it's a big, big yes from me. And I think he could potentially be a future Watford captain. Ooh, very good. Very good. Ian, I know you have a good friend who lives up in Scotland. Any any insider tracks that we may have on, uh, on Mr. Porteous? Like Greg said, um, I think the Hibs fans were really disappointed to see him go, although the, the writing had been on the wall for quite some time. It was quite unnerving, though, at the beginning of the window because there was talk about, oh, was he going to go to Udinese or, or you know, we were going to do a, do another sort of Martin's dodgy deal on it. Um, but I'm, I'm glad we've we've got him over over the line because I, I agree 
with everything that, that Greg has just said. And on top of that, he shows great levels of shithousery um, for opposition players. So I, th- I think that's exactly exactly what we what we what we need. I, I think he's going to be a like a brick wall of a defender, hopefully, and hopefully build um, partnerships with um, Cathcart and Sierra Alta and perhaps somebody else we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's he's an absolute great signing. First, first mention of shithousery of the day. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank Excellent. You. Thank you. And, uh, and anybody who's built like a brick shithouse is very good. I have to say, though, I do have to say, if you see Ryan Porteous with a beard, you go, okay, all right. He's doing a bit of a brave heart. When he's shaved, he looks about 12. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> That's one of the many things that I'm not prepared to say to your face, Ryan. That's all I'm saying. So... <laughs> Carlos, are we are we getting to itch towards the no button? I suspect not. No, no. Ian's again stole my thunder a bit. He is a he seems like a proper shit house, which is what we need in 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 the centre of that that defence. So for that alone, it's a massive yes. And I think I think I I judge some of our transfers, and he feels I don't know what you guys think. He feels like one of those players that we've been linked with that we've actually got. We seem to get linked with quite a few players, and they they just don't materialise for whatever reason. Udinese yeah. steal yeah. them or whatever. This 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 seems like the first one that we were actually linked with for a while when we've managed to to get over the line. So for that and the fact that he's a proper, proper shithouse, I think it's a yes. <laughs> uh, well, we're saying shithouse. Good. Excellent. Justin, are you all in favour of shithouses wearing, uh, wearing the yellow? I am. And uh, any player that comes in and it means that William Truesty Kong's got to make a space for him, I'm all for. So it's uh, <laughs> it's a yes from me just just for that. Yes, yeah. And all I will say is um, we may have, along with about 20,000 other Watford fans, have questioned sometimes how good a defender William Truesty Kong was. As a guy, he was a lovely fellow. Everybody who met him spoke worlds about him. But I think he's going to be doing a fine job for Watford on the Amalfi Coast in Italy now, <laughs> now that he's no longer here. So, so there we go. Ryan Porteous, welcome. Who are we going to look at next? Hey, get Ooh, your button ready. Now. <laughs> here, now. We go. here we go. Now. Get your button ready. Yes, right. So, <laughs> is he only twenty-eight? I thought he was no, about forty. No, he's not. 40. He's thirty. He's oh. thirty. But that just goes to show you how shit Wikipedia was. I didn't catch it. <laughs> anyway, he's thirty. So, Britasson Belonga, uh, and he's not a centre back, and he's not from Netherlands. This is this is not. This is this is hoot. Uh, Britasson Belonga is is thirty years <laughs> old. He's a striker. <laughs> I don't worry. This uh, this will all come good in the edit. Trust me. <laughs> He's he's five foot ten. He's thirty years old, and he has made about three hundred odd appearances. And he came in from from one of the Turkish teams, Denizlispor, uh, where he had been when he since he left Middlesbrough, where he, he has scored goals in the championship. We have asked, can we have players who are not potential, who have done it, and you know who can basically quote unquote put a shirt on and go and do a job? Do we think? Brit is somebody who can do this. Let's turn to Carlos. Hold on. Let me get my graphic ready. <laughs> Sorry. And I don't mean him any harm because of obviously his history with us as a football club. But no, no, I don't. I don't think he can. So for me, I would love to interview him. He's, he's been the first person to to get X'd which isn't good. Bearing in mind, he's an ex-player. You don't think he's the right person. You don't just don't trust him. Bearing in mind, he's only got a six-month contract. There's not a huge exposure. Yeah. 
we needed somebody else in the house. You just just don't think he's he's the right I, made I, of the right stuff anymore. I just, I just don't think he's the right stuff. Yeah, and you you've just mentioned he scored goals in the championship, but I, I, you know if you speak to a Middlesbrough fan, they were quite happy to see the back of him. They overpaid for him. They overpaid his wages, and when he went to Turkey, they were they were more than happy. So I wish him all the best. I hope I hope he scores goals and he he, he gets his his career sort of back on track. But I just can't see it happening. So we turn to uh, we turn. Let's go Buckinghamshire way. Let's go to Mr. Wendover Horn, sir. What are your thoughts on former Watford player Brit Asombalonga? Well, I read a tweet from a Middlesbrough fan saying, what is the Watford scouting network like? Because they've got Fletcher and Asombalonga. I saw that as well. I saw that too. Oh, dear. That's even worse. Wait, (laughs) didn't install me with the greatest level of confidence. However, he did well at Peterborough. He's done well elsewhere. It is zero risk. It is a typical Gino punt. He's a what, you know, he's come through the ranks. There's not going to be so much pressure on him. I'm not going to give it a total red card, a no, but I'm I, I'm going to be on the fence on this one. Oh, he's falling short. He's falling short of that. That's fine. Justin, what do you think, sir? Um, Well, looking at his uh, career trajectory, uh, some massive teams he's played for, of course. Wealdstone, uh, Braintree, uh, Southend United. You know, we're talking (laughs) top-level career here. Um, And more recently, Adana Demirspor, who, of course, I've never heard of. Underwhelmed. Yeah, Yeah, totally underwhelmed. when I first heard it, I thought it was a joke. Um, I'm really not impressed with this signing whatsoever. It's a cross from me, and no doubt we'll be talking to him very, very soon. Ooh, we're up to two. Oh, we, dear. This all, rests, this all rests on Mr. Bacon. This this just smacks of, we need a centre-forward who the hell is available and is, is free. Yep. No, the, uh, I, I can't see it. I mean, I'm, I hope I'm wrong and he scores goals for us, but um, uh, no. Brett, look forward to interviewing you, sir. I would, I would say, I would say that for six months. Bearing in mind, we've got Arush, who we kind of have to play a fair amount because even if it's not contractually agreed with Benfica, they wanted to have. If we didn't play him in seventy-five percent of the games, there was going to be a million-pound bonus. That took a long time for them to take it out because Watford didn't want to do that. They wanted to use him as and when they wanted to use him. But if you've got Keenan Davis and you get Yao Pedro back. And you've got a Roush and you've got, you know, kind of you've also got somebody else who can come on who knows the league. It's only six months with an option. If we go up, we can lose him, you know, and, and any wages that he's bringing. We're not like Middlesbrough. We're not paying anything for him. I can understand why the deal has been done. It's a very, very low risk option. Is it something that fills me with joy? No. But it's the fact that we've had three X's finally come up. Yes, absolutely. So, no, <laughs> no, three X's is all we need. But let's go across and see somebody who's, uh, whose details may look mysteriously like British Ombolonga. <laughs> Were British Ombolonga somebody else? The excellently, excellently titled Wesley. Now, how are we pronouncing this one? Hoot? 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 Well, well, I think we should. I think we should all hoot, hoot. We're going hoot. Right. He now he, he is a centre back from the Netherlands. He is six foot two. He is twenty eight year old, just like obviously Britta Sombolonga isn't. Uh, Two hundred appearances in total. His last club was uh, was Anderlecht. He was also previously at Southampton. 
an, an interesting one. He was at Lazio earlier on in the in his career, and Lazio he, he did he did well and he kind of moved away and came. They actually brought him back on loan for for about 20, 20 games, um, not last season, season before. You know, there's some pedigree with, with, with this with this lad, and I will say one thing before we put this to the vote: his uh, his other half and he are a very good looking couple. Hi to Helgerson. Some challenge for you there, mate. That's all I'm saying. So I don't. I exactly. I'm. I'm not. You know. I'm just saying. If we could interview them as a couple, I'd be all favour for it. But there we go. Justin. Hello. Justin. Yes. What? What? What do you think of the uh, of the Netherlands international Wesley Hoot? Wesley. Yes. Well, uh, 28 years old, 200 appearances. That must mean he's played a few games and should know what he's doing. That's all I know about him. Obviously, because we haven't seen him play yet. So uh, let's have a cautious yes for Wesley. Carlos, what do you think about the ex-Southampton uh, man? Now, Southampton fans are rather split on him, I believe. But uh, what are your yeah. thoughts on him? Yeah, no, no. I, I was just going to say that. They are. But can you base his career at what happened at Southampton? Probably not, because it, it's a bit of a mental club at the moment, isn't it? I think he's a really good signing. An actual bit of bit of clever business for me. Uh, a player that isn't really getting selected at Anderlecht all that much. Player that's got a lot to prove. He's come over to us to try and sort of restart. And if he's using us as a stepping stone, he's 28. Or you know, all the better. So I actually think he's going to be um, he's going to be a decent signing. So I'm I'm happy with this one. So it's a yes for me. Oh, there's contentment. There's contentment. The uh, the bloodlust has been sated by uh, by by the sacrificial lamb that was British on the that, I have I have just seen a picture of his missus. So that's why I've gone with big yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, but on the other hand, if we if we vote exit, we might get to interview her. We might be able to go, oh, look, she's really nice. No, I don't think they they don't allow people that look like me to interview people like that. Yeah, no, similar, <laughs> similar. Let's, let's go to Ian, the the, uh, the voice of reason. Ian, sir, what are your thoughts, sir? Have you seen anything of Mr. Hoot? No, or Mrs. Hoot, for that matter, but that'll be what I'll be doing after this podcast. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with what, what Carl said. It seems a, a really sensible um, sensible signing and you know 200 appearances at 28 he's got some pedigree behind him so yeah I think he's a good signing so it's a yes from me Mr Wendover Horn we turn Buckingham Way interviewing this man is now out of the question already so you can uh, you can you can you can lean back and say no what have you seen of him on uh, on on YouTube or on on your on your research of said Wesley Hoot the Southampton view on him isn't mixed actually the Southampton view is is pretty crap um, <laughs> but he was replaced but he he was replacing van dyke and he did come for a hell of a lot of money he's left-footed so it's a yes from me because we haven't got a left-footed center back uh we can now play three at the back and uh it'll probably be fine for the championship so it's a yes and i think i think the signing of porteous and hoot as you say a left-sided center back is far more important in a flat back three or a, a back three, I should say, than it is in the four. Do we do we all suspect that that's the way we're going? We talked about wing backs versus full backs earlier on in terms of Kamara and also in terms of Ferreira once he has his hamstrings given back to him. Do, do we suspect that from the from the dealings that we've done so far that we are looking at three at the back? I think so. I've discovered a bigger problem. Do you remember somebody at the club called Andre Gray? Oh God! Uh, no, never heard of him. Right, he's coming back. He, no, no, he had a really yeah. famous missus who was uh, a pop star and was yeah. more famous, yeah. more famous than him, and it used to cause him quite a few problems. Um, Mrs. Hoot <laughs> is 
incredibly famous in, in, in some parts of the world. 5.8 million subscribers. She's a singer. Oh, So I'm basically saying that he could turn into our new, uh, our new Mr. Grey. To having well, a bit if, of a complex that his missus is more famous. If he's able to smash the ball anywhere but goal, I think we'll all be happy as he's playing at the back. That'll do. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> he'll, no, he'll, he'll, pro- he'll, he'll probably score as many goals as well. Yeah, more probably. Yeah, to be fair, he probably will. Cleverly's got a famous missus as well. Uh... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (laughs) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think Carl. Where's he at the moment? <laughs> I didn't know. It's, it's cleverly. It's cleverly. Mrs. A celebrity of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's um something. One of these reality TV programs, isn't she? Oh, the only way is Essex or whatever it is. I'm sure. I'm sure she's thoroughly lovely, but I couldn't give Howie. a shit about reality TV yeah, people. Yeah. There we go. Anyway, well, I'm anyway. going on Love Island next year. Is you're going on Love you Island. Are. Did you say? Jesus Christ, I'll be watching that if you go on Love Island, Greg. <laughs> are, they, are they being sponsored by Deliveroo? Are you going to rock up in a bike with a pizza? What's going on? <laughs> that's, that's too much information, isn't it, really? Can you imagine that? Oh, goodness me. Poor old Mrs. Wendover. What does she deserve to be betrayed on reality TV <laughs> by you? Honestly, shocking behaviour. Has no. anybody not had a vote on Hoot? I think we've all, I think, well, basically, we went to Carl. He's been basically looking at pictures ever since. <laughs> yeah, we've lost him. He's 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 lost. Yeah, I know. I'm fine. I'm still here. Don't worry about me. <laughs> yeah, Hoot, Hoot Sweet. Boom. Right. <laughs> let's have a look. Now, I'm not, I'm not suggesting anything, but we may be journeying to the valley of the x's not signed in the window oh. we're going to look at two players who were signed outside of the window leandro bacuna was signed as a free agent because we had nobody who still had workable limbs and leandro bacuna came in midfield he, he plays for for curacao he's six for two apparently although hey this is one of my stats so you know they're unreliable um <laughs> he's 31 years old 395 Pro appearances, four for Watford he's played. So he's currently on 399 not out. Best figure since Brian Lara for a long time. And he was signed, obviously he wasn't because he was a, a, a free agent. But what are our thoughts on Leandro Bacuna? Best known for standing in relative close proximity to Mario Gaspar for long periods of time, really. Uh, Wendover, what are your thoughts based on what we've seen so we far up, from, uh, look, from... We were up shit creek, so we had no option. I think if we get our players back, we're not going to see a lot of him. He doesn't particularly look fit. Uh, he did okay at Norwich. It's one of them, isn't it? It's one of them. Um, 
<laughs> it's neither a yes or well, it's a no. It's a, I, I don't think it's very good. So, uh, no, but but, but we, all, we were up shit. We were up shit creek, so we had no option. Is, is it is it an amber more than a red? It's definitely not a green. We know that. But uh, you I'll either decide if it's amber it or if it's a red. So let's give it. I'm giving it a red. He's gone red. Everybody. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You tipped him over the edge with I'm that. You tipped him over. Oh, we've got somebody in danger of having an interview. We do not scratch your eyes. Call blimey. So, Leandro, tell us about your uh, time with Watford. And that was Leandro Bakuna, everybody. <laughs> That's going to last a long time, isn't it? Let's turn, let's turn Bedfordshire away. Ian, sir, what are your thoughts on Leandro Bakuna? Positive, negative, or just don't give a shit? The third option, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, like, 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 like Greg said, he, he, he came in when um, we had a spare shirt and nobody to wear it. Yeah, he hasn't really set the world on fire. He, he, he came on for about 35 seconds in the second half at Reading in the FA Cup and his hamstring went, which, um, yeah. which was Quite, quite funny, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, did, did, didn't it? Didn't it just? Um, yeah, no, it's it, it's a no for me, Peter. Ooh, we've got two X's going on. We've got two X's. All oh, this is exciting. <laughs> Who's going to be able to basically uh, put 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 the Leandro to sleep here? Uh, let's call. Let's go. Let's go to Justin. What are your thoughts on Mister Bakuna? A big fan of him, I'm sure you are. Oh, you know I am, Peter. Um, I think when you have to sort of look up the international country that a, a, a player plays for, Curacao, where's that? Would you know where that was? Any idea? Curacao. Is it one of the Caribbean islands? I don't even know where this is. Anyone? Is it just off the Isle of Wight? I don't know. I've got a clue. <laughs> I don't know. The Isle of Wight. Sounds like something I've put on my fridge. There you go. No one knows where Curacao is. I thought it was a drink, that awful blue shit that you get in pubs. You go, what is that blue drink at the pub? I've never had that. I'll leave it. So, Curacao. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's yeah, an orange-flavoured yeah. <laughs> drink, isn't it? I've never heard of it. Anyway, so, um, no, I, I'm not a fan of Leandro Bakunas. You can put three crosses up, Peter. Um, Ooh, we've got another one. Yeah. Another interview on the way, everybody. Yay. Hello, is that the one for communications department? Yes. No, you can't talk to him. Leave him alone. <laughs> There's, there you go. Are we going to make this entire podcast sponsored by Castlemaine Forex, Carl? Yes, we are. This is the new I wish sponsor. I thought yeah, of that graphic. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But, uh, no, Ian summed it up. Uh, the Reading game for me where he came on for, for a, a millisecond and, and done his hamstring was just enough for me I, I, I yeah if, if we had no um, he reminds me of somebody that's just walked into a room and found a Watford shirt and gone oh so you want to put this on and, okay I could do that yeah 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 just he's walked into the wrong room somewhere he's got in the wrong taxi or something something's fucking happened along the way but yeah he's, he's not for me i'm afraid what can i say i can yeah i i agree with greg's first sentiment here you know he was uh we needed literally kind of dead bodies propping up on the alamo wall we had to bring somebody in at short notice and he was an odd one to bring in because he played three games in 2022 for cardiff and been out until june he then played two games for curacao one one in June, he hadn't played again, you know, kind of since he managed to get through Norwich, unsurprisingly looking looking not particularly fit. He'd done a, a few kind of uh, training stints with Birmingham and they'd gone, no, I don't think we'll take you up on that because they've got his brother um, playing for them, but they didn't decide to, to, to take uh, two Bakunas, didn't see, just seemed one Bakuna too many. And, um, and so, yes, exactly. Uh, a Bakuna, <laughs> Bakuna too far, they probably thought. And it was, um, you know, so no, no, no. Uh, 
I don't want it. Don't want him. But um, fair play, he's turned up. He's tried to do stuff. He's not been very good. Once players are once players are fitting back, we won't have to worry about him at all. Now I've just found if, where Curacao is. Uh, it is in the South Caribbean Sea, uh, in the Dutch Caribbean region. Uh, it is a constituent country of the Kingdom of the Netherlands, along with Aruba and Bonaire. Uh, it forms the ABC Islands. Ooh. So there you go. I would never be able to show you that on a map because I haven't got a, a clue which part of the Caribbean that's in apart from the South, I now realise. Well, there we go. So, let's go to another player we signed, not in the transfer window, but after the last transfer window closed. But there's some interest in here, and I imagine most of you will go, who? Jorge (laughs) Hurtado, who is a 19-year-old forward from Colombia, or Colombia, as I put there, and he's only had 25 appearances at... uh, uh, Real Cartagena, he has now moved to Independiente of Medellin, which is obviously a much bigger city in uh, in in Colombia. And he's actually going to basically be playing there. He's in their squad for 2023 season, which started literally yesterday, um, uh, yesterday or the day before. He wasn't in their matchday squad and he is due to be coming over in the summer. However, this was something that they were waiting to be registered and it hadn't been registered in terms of Watford's uh, involvement with him as of this time yesterday so there's some paperwork that needs to be done as to whether he'll be joining us in the summer or whether or not actually it might be the, the, the full end of 2023 um, therefore we kind of like get him in the january window actually coming along but he's on a six-year contract uh he's been signed he's not played many games at all but it could be one of those other south american talented forward players that uh that the the Potso network have got a hold of alongside obviously British on Belonga and thought, yeah, let's, let's bring him in and have a look. What do we think about this player that until the last two minutes, you'd never heard of Justin, are you pleased or are you 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 wanting to interview the man out of the club? Thanks for letting me go first. Uh, It's a no from me, Peter, because I don't know anything about the man. Oh, there we go. Because he's coming from somewhere near the Caribbean of which Justin is for some reason kind of really upset about this evening. Excellent. Yeah, he gets lost and confused, yeah. I do. Went over horn, sir. Went over horn. Talking about lost and confused, bus lanes, Birmingham, etc. What are your thoughts on uh, on young Jorge Hurtado, who you don't know anything about? He could be Jao Pedro or he could be Alberto Pedrando. Who knows? Uh, That's the scale. Another Gino Gino South American punt. Who knows? So I can't give it a red cross because I've never seen him. I'll I'll, I'll go with it because largely we've done all right out of South America, apart from Mr. Penaranda. Ian, what are your thoughts on on the man, not from Leighton Buzzard, but from a little bit further west from Colombia? What are your thoughts on him? Well, I've never heard of him, and quite frankly, I think you're making it up, Peter. Um, So um, I'm going to say no. (laughs) It's more than possible, Ian. It's more than possible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so it's it's, it's a no for me, Peter. It's, It's a no. Carlos, what do you think, sir? Do you think I've made him up, or is he real, or should we try and interview the man? How is your Spanish, by the way? Uh, see, so <laughs> pretty piss poor then. You're saying? <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. um, yeah I, I'd be honest, Peter, and I, I mean this with the greatest of respects. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> quite honestly, we'll probably, we'll probably never see him, and uh, yeah, that'll be. It. I, I just think that buying for you know fourth division Colombian player or where, wherever he is is 
It's risky business for the championship. They don't tend to really sit very well when they're getting smashed up in the air by God knows whoever. So, yeah, for me, just because um, you spelt Columbia incorrect and I'm probably never going to see him, I'm going to say no. Oh, look at this. We've got another one who's been who's been exed out of out of all existence. This is this is basically the shortest interview. That's going to be shorter than Leandro Bacuna. Basically, yeah, we're going to say hello. Two beers from him, and that'll be the end of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> if he starts becoming a waiter, then that could make sense. Other than that, okay. nothing at all. Yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. at all. So there we go. There we go. There is the uh, there is the the players that have been bought in. The players that we have released, of course. Pollock has gone off on loan. Not to going to be missed. Appetite. I don't think. Not going to be missed. Do Pollock. we? No. Head. No, no, no. We just brought in two centre backs. He needs to go somewhere and get some games under his belt and find 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 his level this year rather than that. He's not going to make. He's, gonna, he's not going to make it, Pete. I've seen milk turn quicker than him. Um... <laughs> okay. Well, Domingos Quina has uh, yeah, has, has come back from one loan and been thrown out to Rotherham. Yeah. Can you imagine basically being brought back from Portugal and being told, uh, yeah, by the way, no. Uh, do you know where Rotherham is? <laughs> no. Yeah. That, that's nah. good news. I never I never thought <laughs> anything needs, of him, to be honest. What he needs to do, Peter, is go to the uh, random book of nonsense on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes website and look up my, uh, the guy up to my the write-up north. of Rotherham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 the guy to the north, yeah. Yes, yes. The bumper book of nonsense does provide basically cautionary tales of travelling to the north um, of Southampton. <laughs> Anywhere north, really. Carl, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in that working to... men's club that we, we, we uh, met up in, in Rotherham. That was a shithole, wasn't We're it? not supposed to talk about that on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Are we not? Yes, it was, an, it was an absolute shithole. It's the only place that had a dartboard on the back of a door. So every time somebody walked in, the dartboard went outside. <laughs> Which, which caused problems. I'm not going to lie. It was it was it was tricky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One hundred and eighty <laughs> degrees. Yeah, I just I got I got really fed up of throwing darts into the car park. <laughs> was that was yeah. that the place with the skip? Was that the place with the skip, or was that Blackpool? That was Blackpool. That was, uh, that was black. That was yeah. There was it, it was the place that when you turn up in the car park, it it looked like a tip. There was just rubbish, and I thought there was a oh. dog tied tied to a to a skip. But it it was a dog. But I thought, oh my god, it's dead. It's not moving. And then when I got out to investigate, said dead dog. It was in fact a stuffed toy. But it was chained up, and I was. <laughs> I don't think we should go in here, guys. I think there's got to be other places available. But in we went and then found that dartboard, which is incredible. So, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Just after looking back at the at the, the overall ins and the outs of the transfer window, let's have a grade A to E on what we think the window GCSE. has been like. Are we GCSE in it? We are GCSE in it, absolutely. Oh, Old school. Right. You know I love Old, this. You know I love Old this. school. Old school. Let's go across to Ian, who I think has been thinking about this because he, pro- he proposed the potential question there earlier on. What, what would you give our transfer window? One of the things that uh, that might be worth everybody going on and having a look at is the Benjamin Bloom video uh, that he put up today, where he's actually gone through all of the championship and judged where everybody should basically sit in, all of the teams. And he's gone from kind of, you know, really strengthened to strengthened to kind of the same, a bit weaker or really bad. 
And we actually didn't come out of it the worst, I have to say. Yes, he did say that he hadn't heard of any of our players, so he just went with Strengthen. He goes, I've never heard of any of these players, <laughs> so I'm going to say Strengthen. That's what he said. Oh, oh right. <laughs> there was a caveat to that, which was, I don't know who they are, but I'm going to say Strengthened. Okay. Much like Probably. us then. Yeah. Benjamin Bloom, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're talking to us, who I just got you to all vote on poor old Hurtado, who's 19, <laughs> never even been on the continent, and you bastards have all gone, no, no, get shot, don't know where he is. <laughs> Welcome to yeah, Do Not fair. Scratch Your Eyes, never letting a lack of knowledge get in the way of an opinion. <laughs> Sorry, Ian, you might have to do that bit again, Peter. Sorry, I talked all over that, but uh, yeah. I think do you reckon? Yeah, I just think it's important to point out that he said, I've never heard of these people. And, you know, he's quite right. Anyway, sorry. It's one of the more positive transfer windows that we've had. I think there seems to be a little bit of thought behind it with, with Porteous and, and Ferreira and perhaps not a Sombra longer, but Kone and Martins. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite optimistic about it. So um, I'll give it a B. A B, a B from Ian. Let's turn to Carlos. What do you think? Would you be pleased with a B or would you go better still? No, I'm actually going to go the wary? other way. I'm, yeah, I'm going to give it a C. And, and the reason behind that is I, I just feel that we're one short. I just felt that there was a little bit more that could have been done in that window. As we've said, the two Portuguese lads, I, I think will be okay. Brit Song Belonga, I just think they found him at a bus stop and thought, oh, you used to be an ex-footballer, come this way. Same, same bus that Bakuna got. So I just feel that there's that we've just not done enough for, for my liking. I would have liked to have seen one more player come in. Um, hey-ho, that's it. It's a C. Hey, hey-ho, you can't have hey-ho. We had him in 2012, 2013. Yeah, uh, well, to be fair, if oh, he's yeah. still kicking about, we we'll probably sign him. <laughs> yes, yes. Other, other niche Watford squad jokes from 2012, 2013 <laughs> are available. <laughs> this poor old Louis Tashira is going, what do you mean hey-ho? How does that spell? Anyway, sorry. So... Carlos, I've got to ask the question. Would you have rather have kept Bio and not bought in Brit Asombolonga? Which side oh, do you sit on? Great question. That's a great it's a question. Great question. It's a great question. I mean, I, you, you know my love for the crow. So I do. I mean, I'm, I do. what I'm about to say here is I'm going to say, no, I've got, I've got to tell the truth. No, I, I, the crow <laughs> bothered me a lot. And despite me backing him completely, fucking irritated the arse out of me. <laughs> So I'm actually quite glad he's gone. Oh. But do I think Brit Asombolonga is the answer? No, I don't. Fair enough. Wendover Horn, sir. What, what are you going to be giving us a grade for, for what we've seen? Which is, which has been quite a lot of the outgoings. has been almost an un, unpicking of, of a lot of the things that went on in the <coughs> summer. What have you thought about the well, uh, the January well, window? You boys know I love a transfer window. God, um, just. Before I start, yeah, I do love a, I do love a transfer window. <laughs> And I do love a rumour, and I do bore you with uh, with these links of these potential signings. I know, but uh, sorry, no, no, you don't, true. Greg. Sorry, okay, carry <laughs> no, on. No, Greg. But before I start, are we going to touch on the bio situation? Go or, for or it. Are we go gonna, for it. Or is that going to be a discussion for another day? No, go on. What Fire is away. that all about, boys? What is that all about? We buy him after he's been on loan. The club that's bought him out of his loan paid one point whatever million for him. We allegedly buy him on the, the next day for 5.8. We have him on loan for six months. And then, no, we we, we buy him for 5.8. Yep. We, we have him for six months. Then we give him back <laughs> to the club that's made a massive profit on him in the first place. Yes. What, yes. what is... What is that all about? Did we never pay 5.8 million for him? I am mystified. 
Well, the, the, the figures recorded was that he signed for Charlois, who he had been on loan at the previous season. So that, you know, they knew what they were getting. They may have had it in a in a kind of part of the loan agreement that they had an option to buy, for example, at 1.5. And they might have thought, yeah, but we bought, we bought him in. Um, he scored 12 goals in 21 games. So he's worth more than than the 1.5 and we can make some money to go to 5.8 4.3 million pounds was uh, sorry 4.3 million euros let me get that right was levied on it within 24 hours that does seem a little bit odd and when you figure in the fact that Moki Bayat's in the middle of it Mehdi Bayat his brother is the uh, is the managing director of uh, RCS Charleroi who is the, the team involved here that makes it very very poor indeed the fact that then uh, you know, monies have gone out and I'm sure loan fees have been paid to, oh, I don't know, perhaps an agent in the Belgian area. It stinks to high heaven. It really does. And it, it stinks to high heaven because from a football decision basis, it made very little sense to buy a player who was clearly overinflated and over the value that we were bringing him in on. When you hear how much you know, that that Gino Pozzo prides himself in negotiating the best fees for his players to sign somebody for an over, you know, an absolute paying through through the nose over the odds to then simply loan him back and go and get another waif and stray, apparently near a bus stop in uh, a Somba Longa, according to Cal. It's it's inexplicable. It makes no sense whatsoever. And whilst whilst Bio has been, yeah, he, you know, all, all sorts of strangeness was going on and the fact that he just walked off against Blackpool didn't endear himself to anybody but at least he did you know if not necessarily put the wording forward of the apology for himself at least he put his name to it and said yeah, yeah sorry yeah. fair enough I think I don't think people I think everybody was looking at it going well why is he gone and why is a somber longer come in it just seemed yeah. that didn't seem to be where the where the real real issues were very yeah, I, 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 I didn't think Bayer was that bad he wasn't a like for like Davis replacement but if you played him in a two with the ball in front of him running on and in the box, I think you would have been all right. But but we we we, we that's gone. That's gone. Okay, my mark up until yesterday was a minus. I think we started the window well. I think we continued throughout the window well. I think we finished absolutely appallingly. Slav has asked for asked for two players. He asked for a except the starting world part, yeah. Yeah, the starting world. He asked, no, 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 well. he asked for a midfielder and he asked for a winger. He got he got neither. I don't actually think he particularly needs a winger, but that's by the by. He should have got his midfielder. And there was plenty being traded yesterday. Ben Pearson went out yesterday on loan. He would have been absolutely bang on ideal for us. Championship ready, ready to go. The one we missed out on, I hear, is Sissoko. Now, yeah, I know we've weird. all got differing views on, on, on Sissoko. Yeah. However, I think he would have been okay for the championship. And what, what stopped it happening? Sissoko was prepared to take a reduction in wage. The players all like him. Gino had sold him for 1.8 million and Nance wanted some of that 1.8 million back, which is understandable. But we wanted him on a free. But we wanted him on a free when when we we sold him six months ago for 1.8. Of course they're going to want something back. Shame on you, Gino. You should have made that happen. So my A- drops to a B-. 
B minuses. Oh, I'm liking this. Uh, Rich WFC2 is going, yes, well, well done, Greg. Don't go for the straight numbers. Start putting fractions in where they're not needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who who do we need to get a, a, a I think I think Justin, I think we need to get yeah. a, we need to get a grade from you, sir. Considering that we we didn't start the season with a particularly strong squad, I don't think. I think this has strengthened it. I think that some of the well, the fact that we've gone through all of our incomings and I think only two of them got red X'd. Every every all the other ones we said okay to makes me think we've done okay. So I'm gonna go for a B. I think we've done all right in this transfer window. Certainly better than the last January transfer window and possibly yeah. possibly better than the summer transfer window as well, actually. So, yeah, yeah B. I think, uh, I think, excellent. Oh, so, so quite, quite relatively positive. I think that we have seen a lot of the unpicking from, from last summer for, from things that haven't moved. So those players who we brought in, who we thought were unsatisfactory, who haven't managed to injure themselves, we've kind of moved on, it seems. But it feels like a changing of the guard. We've spoken about, you know, we've got Manga and we've got Helena Costa come in. Fresh people are being seemingly bought in, potentially by still being used as a, you know, kind of throwing him back out to, uh, back out Belgium way. Looking at these players overall, who do we think, therefore, is more in charge now from here till the end of the season? Is it Slaven Bilic or is it Ben Manga? Well, it's, it's always. Or is it just Gino Pozzo, it, no matter what? It's never the head coach, is it? It's always the director of football that seems to be in charge. So I would say Ben Manga myself. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd, I'd ben agree Manga. with that. Yeah. Everything that's I'm... coming out of the club. You're hearing Ben Manga, Ben Manga, Ben Manga. Yeah, Ben Manga is 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 running the footballing side of that football club now, but from top it, to bottom. Do you know what? If you know, I've spoken about this before, and if that is the way that the club's going to go, and it, it, it seems you know, no matter what happens, Gino Pozzo is going to make it that way. Ben Manga isn't the worst appointment we could have. You know what hmm. he's done at Frankfurt, no. and 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 everything that he appears to have done. You know, he's he's got a couple of players playing in the World Cup final that have, that have come through through him so mm -hmm. is it the worst thing in the world probably not you know it's a lot better than butterfly, butterfly christmas yeah. yeah um and thing. so it's better than having mogi and mogi definitely yeah I he's tombola of shite if, if I had... as i think it was uh... yeah yeah tombola of shite that's the, that's the best <laughs> thing, way of putting it but I, I think that deal mr crow i think might be a little bit of watford going Mr. Bogey, Mr. Mogi Bar, we need to unpick some shit that you've caused us. And that might be the reason that he has now gone back to uh, Charleroi. So we'll see. We'll see. But I think this, this transfer window is going to be an exciting one. I think there'll be lots more movement uh, on that one because we will still be, in my opinion, a championship side. So they're really going to have to, um, to, to, to get the right players in. I we uh, just to just to finish on that bit. We're not ready for the prim. If we if we were to go up, I don't want to go to the prim. if we were to yeah, go up in May, we'd just come straight back down again. We're nowhere near ready to go up. I think if we can prove ourselves to be quite good in the in the playoffs and not disgrace ourselves, then you know we can build on that. But no way are we ready for the Premier League. Nowhere near it. We're not consistent. There's a lot of work Justin, to be done. Are, yeah, Justin, are we a playoff team? Are we? A well, we're, we're a type of team that might get to the playoffs. But we are the type of team that would win a playoff. No, because no, you need not. to be well. Unless you start your um, your momentum now, and unless you start your form now, yeah. if we suddenly click with these new yeah. signings and we start getting some momentum and we start being the team that's really difficult to beat, then yeah. But on on what I've seen so far this season, we're not even going to get out of the semis. But both our previous playoff uh, winning teams had fight, passion, courage, 
dedication. This lot don't have any of that. They're a currently. team. They're a team yeah. as well. They had a lot of spirit about them. They ran through walls for each other. They had spirit. They had spirit. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've yeah. not got any of that. No, no, no. I was going to say yeah, you hit sorry. the nail on the head there with with momentum. Um, we haven't had it all season. We we drew three of the first five games. Well, that says it all for the season, really, doesn't it? For us, we haven't got the momentum that some other teams have, have got in the league. Going up would be the, the worst thing for us because we'd probably end up having a worse season than we did did last season um, in terms of um, um, points scored. I just want us to finish one place or one point above that lot up oh, near one. God, yeah, I, I, that, that, yeah. That's, that's all I want. They're from this pushing season. us. They're pushing yeah, us. I tell you, they that's, are. Yeah, they? that's my that's my new motivation. And I I, I don't want to big up them too much and talk about them, but they've had a great transfer window as well. Haven't they, Jack? They've signed some players that you, they've signed some players that I would have probably snapped someone's hand off for. So it's gonna make um, April Fool's Day a very interesting game, I think. Oh yes. We've had three Bs and a C. What do we think therefore the position will be at the end of the forty six games? Outside of the playoffs, in the playoffs, or is somebody completely deranged and thinks we're gonna get past Sheffield United. Just gonna win the league. Hey, hey, well, yeah, he is. Look, I think well, it's so hard because it's such a congested league. You know, one one loss here or there and you're suddenly tenth. But I I, I think we'll probably end up in the top six. Uh, I don't think we're gonna go up automatically. I think we'll end up in the playoffs and then it's all about momentum, isn't it? But on on current form and from what I can see, I think we probably will end up in the top six, yeah. Ian, what are your thoughts? It all depends on that momentum, doesn't it, that we've just been speaking about. And I'm struggling to see that we're, we're going to get it. I I think top 10, personally. I'd, l- I'd love it to be top six, but I'd, I I think top 10. Ooh, so one outside. What do you think there, Greg? Playoffs, but we will be beaten in the, uh, in the, in the, in the semi and we won't get to Wembley. Beaten by who? Well, them as, long as, not, <laughs> as long as it's not you know who, I don't mind. Yeah, exactly. I generally can't see us making the playoffs. I, I just think you've just touched on their momentum. I, I see Sierra has now declared that he's broken his foot or something. So, you know, we're another player down somewhere. Um, top 10, I would take uh, and just finishing above above that lot. I think I think what you're forgetting now is we've got still got Pedro to come back. Uh-huh. We've still got Semmer to come back. We've still got Loser potentially I, I to come back. You know, we've still got a lot of I good players crocs. No. You don't think it's gonna make a difference? Yeah, no, I agree. No, no, no. I, I you know, I agree. We have we've we've got a lot to come back, but I don't know. I just I have a sneaky suspicion that the, the, the season has taken its toll on a on a players on the club that have been out injured and those players that are injured are gonna be rushed back. They're going to get, you know, loser. We've seen the training pictures that he's training. He shouldn't be being rushed back too quickly. Jao Pedro will be the same. They're rushing back too quickly. They're not going to be fully fit. I'm just going to be uh, pessimistic, I think. So, yeah, top 10. Excellent. There you go. Well, I agree with Justin. I think with it depends on those players coming back as much as it does on the players that we brought in. I think we have strengthened. I don't think Benjamin Bloom is incorrect with that particular point because at the back where we've been saying for years and years and years, we need to have some dominant centre-backs. And I'm not suggesting in any way, shape or form that that Hoot is going to be necessarily the answer to the Premiership because he wasn't at at Southampton, but they did pay 17 million quid for him there. Um, So they were judging him on a different level to, to what we've got him on, as well as Porteous. We suddenly have options. We can suddenly go to three at the back and be, you know, potentially being able to play out from the back, have some things going on. We've got, we've seen a better options at, at right back. And if you do add in, you know, Semmer, 
if you do add in the potential of getting a fit Davis, if you do add in Richard Sombolonga, who, you know, whilst we talked about him, you know, kind of, you know, he's behind a lot of other of, of other players. The one thing that we've missed when Davis has been out is somebody's inability to hold the ball up. And that's where Bio, I think, let himself down. It's something that actually a Sombolonga is quite accomplished at doing because he's not the smallest of secondary strikers. He's quite a he's quite a stocky lad. He's almost a um, an Akin Fenwa kind of kind of shape to him. I.e., he's not incredibly tall, but he's he's incredibly muscular, very hard to knock off the ball, so he can hold the ball up as well as being in and around the box. I think that might give us more than more than we suspect. But obviously, we're going to interview him, so he's never going to be playing for us again. We know that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, you know who who knew the the four the four appearances he'd previously made were the heady height of his Watford career. Anyway. We shall hey, see. We shall see. Him a li- Peter, I compare him a little, of course, not as good as Antonio at West Ham. Oh, bloody hell! I take that. I, 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 I compared Keenan Davis on a good day for me is is Mikhail Antonio is a cheap man's. Okay. Antonio. Yeah, yeah. I think um, a, f- a few years back, my son and I had a had a discussion that that almost turned into an argument when it was the question about who could who would you take from the Premier League who you think would be the best player for us, and I said Mikhail Antonio because you know for all of the things we needed at the time, which was somebody to replace Dini, muscular can yeah. beat a player, can beat player, and he he, he he was like turning around and going, really? So you don't want Mo Salah then? And I'm like, oh, right, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, we, we wouldn't know what to do with him. Whereas Antonio could fit in, you know, he'd, he'd be somebody who'd be, who, who would fit in well at the club, I, I would suggest. And I agree with you. That's potentially what he could be, even if it is going to be a somewhat cheaper version. There's the transfer window covered. Uh, we've, we've covered everything from Curacao to, um, you know, uh, to, to to wherever it was, some Denyspor, was it? I think it was somewhere like that, from, from east to west. It, you know, I think we've been thoroughly comprehensive for once. I think this was a good job, uh, only partly mangled by us. Well, there we go. That was our look back at January and the transfer window. I think we did that fairly comprehensively. I don't think we've left anything out whatsoever. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Greg. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us, Ian. Cheers, guys. Really enjoyed it. Marvellous. We'll see you all down the bunker at the next home game. Uh, So long, everybody. Look after yourselves. You ones. You ones. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.